Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and this beer is paradise. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys. And today we are reading excerpts from Adam's Diary by Mark Twain. And starting with this beer. Nate, you brought this? What is this? This is called Adam. Weird. What does that have to do with anything? I think we're about to find out. So this is one of those beer porn kind of beers. Uh, it is one that is just, just when you look at lists of great beers to try, you're going to see this name a lot. It is a weird style. It is an Adam beer. Hearty Old World Ale. It's a style of beer that was basically extinct, and with the knowledge of beer nerds and experimentation, they kind of recreated it to some degree, I guess. I get, No one can, I guess, say how accurately, but they've been making it at Hair of the Dog Brewing Company, Portland, Oregon, since like about mid-90s. You don't see it too often over here in the, the uh, East Coast. Pretty fucking good. What things are we supposed to taste in this again? Definitely smoke, fruit, dried fruit. That says, the flavors in this beer have been compared to chocolate, chocolate, smoke, leather, and figs. I get the Get the figs, yeah, Yeah. definitely. Don't know what a fig tastes like. They're really scary looking if you cut them open. You seen that shit? Yeah. It's bizarre. It looks like a soft old brain. (laughs) (laughs) Tastes like it, too. This, uh, it's like a sweet. Or so I've heard. (laughs) They're they're very sweet figs. They have like a... I don't want to say cherry. That's not the right flavor, but I'm getting cherry flavor out of like this. Pr- like plum or prune. Pruny, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this I'm is getting. okay. It's, 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 it's good. It's different. There's not too many of the beers that have these kind of flavors going on. And it's not a stout. I don't know if it's lagered or something, but it's an it's bottle conditioned, so you could hold on to it for a while and let it kind of do its thing. Mm. So I have a few bottles hidden in the, in the cellar mm. for a rainy day. This is a pretty pretty uh, recent one. And I think it actually says on the bottle, on the thing somewhere, tells you which batch it is. This is batch number 99. 10% alcohol. It's strong. Wow. It doesn't taste like it's 10% it alcohol. It does not. It does not. Anyway, I like it. I think this is good. This was one of the first beers I had uh, years and years ago uh, when I was starting like really to try a lot of different beers. And I tried this. And I'm like, wow, this, is, this tastes like nothing I've ever had before. You know, 10 years ago. And they mostly just had Sam Adams and Brooklyn Lager. Yeah. And that, yeah, definitely very different from that point. And it is a distinct thing. And in, to this day, there's nothing I've had that really compares to this. There's, it's different. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's the greatest beer, but it is a unique experience. And every once in a while, I, when I see it, I get one because it's a cool thing to have. So it's named Adam, uh, as is the main character of the excerpts from Adam's Diary. And as we discovered, there are several versions of this story. So did we, we all definitely read the same one, right? We did read the same one. Yes. Because I sent it to you. Sent the yes, links to us. that'd be why, yeah. So there's uh, an also very famous Genesis story Mark Twain wrote called Eve's Diary, uh, which we did not read, but maybe we will at some point. We should, because I don't really hmm. feel like reading a, a book with the N-word on every other page. Wait, right now. off the record, the one we read had Eve's story in it. Yes, but there's mm-hmm. one that's just Eve. Okay. Versus one that's both. This one is both. It was Adam for the most part, and then Eve for a little bit of it. At Eve in the middle, and then back to Adam at the end. So there are multiple versions. It can be kind of confusing, especially if you're a cheap bastard and you don't want to buy a book because it's in the public domain. domain So you find it wherever. So detail. I mean, it kind of tells the Genesis story Mm -hmm. of uh, creation and first person, from first person perspective, and it's Mark Twain. So it's like kind of funny. Everyone's a little southern. Yeah, he presents it as if he's uh, he's deciphered this as if it's a real document. Mm. That's the you know I've just I've learned some of the hieroglyphics that Adam wrote in, and I've deciphered it, and this is what he said so far. You know what it kind of reminded me of? Did you ever see that thing on the internet in the old days, like uh, excerpts from the journal of a cat and a dog? Yes. So the dog was like, oh boy, food my favorite thing. Oh good, time to play. I like playing. Oh yes. And the cat was like, 
day, day 37 of my captivity. I think I the dog snaked is, around them. And I think the dog is retarded. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's kind, it was kind of that. It's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, and it is a bit like that, especially once you, it goes back and forth between Eve and Adam's perspective of things. So it, it, with the, the, I mean, if you don't know that story, good for you. But it, 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 you know, Adam is the first man, and then he it's kind of picks up when Eve is introduced, and he's like, who mm-hmm. is this thing? It is annoying. Yeah. It is just... Follow me around and saying shit the whole time. It will not stop talking. It keeps naming everything. And then it cries a lot, but he doesn't even know or, what crying or is. Or I made a shelter, and what, this is one of the very first ones. I made a shelter, and I tried to make it leave, and then it just stared at me with water coming out of the holes it sees from. It's pretty sad. Uh, He's kind of a dick to her. He tries to get away, and she follows him. And then they... Uh, he spends a lot of the book, or the story, uh, hiding from her. Yeah. Then, then she has a kid. Well, he doesn't know they have, you have this thing, and she calls it Cain. And he's like, I think it's a goat. Or no, yeah, it's not like, a goat. because there's never been a baby before, so they don't know what it is. Is it a kangaroo? It could be like a kangaroo. It's kind of like that. And then eventually, as, as he goes on, it's like, oh, now it's crawling, but its its butt is really way too high. So I'm not really sure what creature this is. And it's only when the kid's like 10 does he realize it. I, mean, I thought that was cute for a little while, but kind of mm. corny. It's folksy. And then... At one point, he tries to get away, and then he hears, like, giant crashing, like, earthquakes everywhere, and he's like, oh, God, she took an apple, didn't she? <laughs> Which leads us to our next beer. Oh, yeah. This is by Duclaw Brewing Company, and uh, I think Nate brought this. Yeah, we can tell with the tag. I did, yeah. Oh, this, this is, is called Apricot Stealing, and it's an apricot sour apricot, apricot, whatever, uh, sour double IPA. Ooh, that's a lot of the different things. Mm-hmm. Sour double IPA? It's a sour double IPA, and it is 8.2. Like a hybrid? There's sour IPA, sure. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just a really hoppy sour beer, basically. I thought sour was like a different category of goods. It's more like sour is a modifier that could be applied to okay. lots of things. I think I think it gets used like that today. It's not, it's not really sour at all. It is the tiniest bit tart, but barely at all. For a sour, it's almost disappointing. Yeah, for something that no, says uh, sour on it, I was it, yeah. more like I was afraid it was going to be so incredibly sour because, you know, apricots are already pretty tart. So, and I had a very tart apricot beer once. It tastes almost like, as fucking candy, sweet tarts. You know, those little, like, red and blue. Yeah. Like, pill kind of things. That are really chalk. Oh, it's just matrix. chalk. Yeah. Chalk sugar. But it's kind of kind of that, like, same, not texture, but, like, the flavoring. It's, it's I could see that. Interesting. I don't know but what the fucking apricot tastes like. But it's like. not that it's tart. Like a, it's like a peach. It's not tart at all. It's, it's, it's an apricot is a yeah. peach with pretensions. It's like, it's like the Pepsi <laughs> of peaches. It's a peach that went to prep school. Yeah. Uh, and an apricot is a douchebag. <laughs> no one says apricot. This side of the Mason-Dixon line. At least. <laughs> is it Indeed. a southern thing? I'm pretty sure. Am I totally made up understanding of it? Yeah, I thought it was a southern oh, yeah. thing. apricot. I mean, it, it, or it doesn't come up western thing. It's not, it's not a fucking no, New, it's New, not. New York thing. Anyway, back to the story. Oh, yeah. So there's like giant like crashing sounds, and Adam's like, I told her not to listen to that snake. Lucy! She did it. <laughs> but she did it. No, really. It is, it is definitely kind of like that. And then immediately switches to her perspective, to yeah, Eve's like, perspective. Jumps back. Yeah. yeah. All the shit that just happened. But mm-hmm. one of the things that was happening throughout all of Adam's part is every Sunday, it was just like, I made it through another Sunday. It was like the whole entry. Mm-hmm. It was like, Monday, this thing, she was annoying, whatever. Sunday, I made it through. Like one sentences, and then you get to hers, and then it's like you see what he's been leaving out of the story. 
And her sections are much longer oh, and God, more detailed. Yeah. Like, and his are like two or three sentences long for each day. Yeah, so she kind of goes back and, and tells the other side of all those stories. <laughs> Wasn't he like throwing rocks at her to get her to go away and shit? Like, and she's like, I don't know what's wrong with him. Like, I just look at him like, that's clearly called a fire or that's clearly called mm-hmm. a snake. She just knows what things are called. That's it, a dodo. <laughs> it just looks to be like fair, one. that definitely is a dodo. <laughs> yeah. And that's just, her, that's, just, that's just her job. That's what she's good at. It. In the subway, they have those the free subway poems and like the ads. Yeah, and they're mm-hmm. always like the shittiest poems in oh, the yeah. entire world. But there's one about them like Adam and Eve naming the animals, and I, I kept thinking of that stupid shitty subway poem. They all sound like poems written by a middle schooler that the teacher like this is pretty good, you know, like running late. I feel like I need to get somewhere. I need to get away. My train's late, but I'm right on time now. And that's it. And you're like, what the fuck is that bullshit? And like half the lines are indented twice. <laughs> so like, oh, this is just pretentious bullshit. And then like... Spacing is, is the poetry. Yeah, this is written by some fucking famous poet is who it? was 49 years old at the time. And you're like, oh, this is garbage. But I don't remember that. They couldn't one. afford the rights to the good ones. No. No. Not for 275 Affair. I can't get shit with that. <laughs> or maybe all the good ones are in the bum cars. You know, oh. the car when you're like, oh, seats. Oh, no, no, no seats here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and you get yeah. out. And go, oh. I think I saw that on the, the new Evil Twin New York's website, that one of the beers they were making there right now was like, we all know what an empty subway car means. <laughs> so some, some weird <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, so then Eve tells the stories, and she's a much more sympathetic character after you hear her side of the story because mm-hmm. she's not that annoying. Adam's just kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he is. And then they wander around for a while, and uh, then it cuts back to him. Am I forgetting something? Yeah, that's no, basically it. Yeah. And then she dies. and uh, Off screen. Off screen, yeah. But he's like, oh, she was she was actually really good. I realize now that she was good. After he discovered, like, bagging. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, wait. I changed my mind about stuff. <laughs> yeah, right? Because, yeah, there's this second I baby. I was wrong. <laughs> So he shrunk paradise down and put it between your legs. <laughs> I can go back anytime I want. <laughs> if if you know if she doesn't have a headache or have to tell me about the women at her work first or they don't have work yet, <laughs> so it's okay. <laughs> there weren't any other women, so not possible. Uh, and uh, yeah, then it has like a sweet little line there that I was trying to. I, I, mean, I think it was on Wikipedia, but I could be confusing it again with the other really similar fucking named story Mark Twain wrote. It might have something to do with his wife, right? The Adam and Eve part and... Mark Twain's actual wife? Yeah, but he says, uh, wherever she went, there was Eden or something like that is how, is how mm, it ends. Just the last line, yeah. And then uh, cut from it was, and wherever that puss was, I was Eden, which was <laughs> really... <laughs> <laughs> that okay. Was, yeah, that was different. I, I didn't know he added it in him. Yeah, Mark Twain is... <laughs> it's no DJ Khaled. You know, he went to Chowtown. <laughs> okay. But yeah, something I think because one of the story, fuck, I can't remember which one first. One of them came out after his wife died, so that might mm. have something to do with the wife. Okay, you know, a better podcast would have researched this for you, but we were drunk. We leave it to you to learn <laughs> for yourself. I can't show you everything. So uh, then it ends, and then uh, if you're anything like me, you're wondering what the fuck was the point of this. What did you guys think? I don't know. How to, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, really I don't know if it needed yeah. a point. It doesn't need a point any more than the other story where he was back then. Reading fucking people back in the day knew these things and they'd be like, Oh, Adam and Eve stories, yay. Like nowadays it's not as cool. But back then that would have been totally a thing that everyone was into. 
I mean, it was it was kind of a funny take on the Adam and Eve story. I, I chuckled a little bit. Yeah, it was it was humorous. I thought there was like one, I mean, two interesting things I noticed. One was that God is pretty much absent from the whole story. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very true. Yeah. Now I think Mark Twain is one of those people that atheists like to claim as one of their own. I don't know if Adam, if Twain was an uh, over, overt uh, atheist. Or just kind of non-religious person. I wouldn't be surprised if he was an atheist or agnostic or whatever it was in the day. So there's really no God in the story. There's like one line, like, that's just the way God made those things, they say. But there's no interaction with God. There's no any of that happening. Mm. And then there's this one page that um, I kind of confirms the atheist thing for me a little bit. Is He goes on about um, experimenting. And he's like, I, I knew hmm. water only went downhill during the day because I gave her... Cause, it had to refill somewhere, so it must have been going uphill at night. But you know, you have to see it to know that for sure. You know, and and it's about like taking things on faith versus experimenting and science. I felt like that was part of the story too, at the very end there, at least. But maybe I was okay. just like really desperate to find meaning in this story. Right? He's like, oh, I have, by experimentation, I know that wood wood can swim. You know, because Adam is like stupid. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, wood can swim. Yeah, <laughs> wood can swim and feathers can fly. And stuff like that. <laughs> but it also could be. Uh, you could also interpret that, I suppose, as a criticism of science and gen- uh, science too. You know, you could also say so. Back during the 1800s, a lot of what science was doing, because science was still kind of new, was actually naming things. That was a big thing. Just having classification systems for the different sciences. These people spent a lot of time on that in the 1800s. But not like that. Uh, Linnaeus guy do all that. Uh, that is only for one little thing. She did. He named a whole bunch of bullshit. He named the gorilla. I'm pretty sure, which has the genus gorilla. Gorilla, 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 gorilla. Uh, anyway, they developed uh, classification systems in all the sciences, not just uh, biology. Like binomial nomenclature. Not just biology. Yeah. Why did you just say nomenclature? That's the word for that, isn't it? Nomenclature. Uh, I always heard that weirdly <laughs> pronounced. It could be because I had a bad teacher, but in my head, it's nomenclature. That's weird. It's nomenclature. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how my sixth grade teacher said it. I was like, that's that. She would not lie to me. So uh, yeah, that's the story. Should anyone read this fucking thing? You don't have to. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of amusing, a little bit in the beginning. It, it wore thin fast. For if me. you want to say you've read a Mark Twain book in your life, you can read this in a few minutes, and then you are technically not lying. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you don't want to sit through the rest of them. I think Eve's Diary is the more famous one. I think we read the less famous of the ones he wrote, which is, I mean, still Mark Twain. It's not I like mean, part of it was, part of it was hers. But, but it was just excerpts from a larger. I think they're thing? unrelated. It's hard oh, to, okay. I don't know. I'm going entirely on We read something. Who knows what we read? Well, School well, Experts we from Adam's Diary. <laughs> That's what we read. All right. So uh, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook or Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And if you listen this far and you liked what you heard, don't just write about it in your diary. Leave us a review wherever you're listening and just round up to five stars. You won't be the first man or woman, but <laughs> that's cool, too. Thanks for listening. <laughs>